everybody. Welcome to the second segment, episode 224, Soul with Updike Q. Am I 224? You're 224, my Great. friend. Sorry. And this week, we're going to talk about tax appraisal time because you know it's that time of year. You've gotten the letters, you've heard the horror stories, you've seen the fear in people's eyes. Let's, you know what? I think we need to like get our terminology right. Mm -hmm. I feel like we need to like dismiss some of these myths and give people solid information that they can use to make decisions to better adjust. I would agree. If they can. Yeah. Because you can't always. I can't. Yeah. They're, I, we've, I've had, I don't know, five people I've already uh, talked to, communicated with, either sending them comps about their, their neighborhood or telling them, I can't provide anything that's going to help you. Yeah. And almost everybody understands that when you, when you explain to them what you're seeing, you know, I still send them comps that they want, but most of the time, once they see that, they're usually in agreement. Yes. And not to like put a damper on it, but it seems like prices have gone up so much that it's really sometimes tough, unless mm-hmm. you're in one of those hideaway neighborhoods. Yep. So what we're going to talk about is actually the process, because I think this is where people get lost and they get confused. And so let's just start from square one, the valuation of the property. And that's really where we are today. It so is. the appraisal district, if you go to their website, now we're... We're speaking really about the Dallas uh, County, or I'm sorry, the Dallas Central Appraisal District, which handles uh, property valuations for a lot of the taxing entities around here. Um, like in where I live, I get taxed by the city of Dallas, Dallas County, Parkland Hospital, DISD, um, and I think there's one other in, in the there. Community College. The community College, thank you. If you live in, a, a, let's say you live out in North let's say you live out in Northwest Dallas, uh, Northeast Dallas, you might be taxed by the city of Dallas, Richardson School District, correct? Dallas County, hospital district, you know, there's different, depending on they where your property up. is. And then there's other appraisal districts around also, which there's the Collin County Appraisal District, there's the Tarrant County Appraisal District. So it, it, it gets a little convoluted, but we're, we are just talking about Dallas Central Appraisal District today but we can help you if you're in other areas as well. So what they actually do at this point is they're going to establish your market value and then from there base that and give you also your taxable value. Those are two different numbers that they're going to provide you. And when you go to the the Dallas Central Appraisal District, DCAD is what we call them for short. When you go to the DCAD website, um, there is a really interesting, I think it's a probably a 20 page PDF in there that has a lot of uh, visual aspects to it. So it's not 20 pages of reading, but it talks about the valuation process they use and how they have come up with this, which I thought was really interesting because it helps you, especially if you're going to go into um, the next part of it, which is the review of the appraisal. If you're going to protest your valuation, then it's good to know how they got to the number that they did so that you can figure out how to use that information to, I guess, work with yours. Yes, that's right. And because this is all now online, things have sped up quite quickly and it makes it so much easier for you to actually um, request and protest your taxes. Whereas before it was a mail-in and a process, Mm -hmm. now it is online and it is linked to your actual physical address. So they don't tell you this on the website, but this is a this is how Dallas County work or Dallas Central Appraisal District works, is you file your protest electronically, you receive an electronic notification from them, just like Weston was saying that they they have received your protest. When you file your protest, you have to upload what data you want to be uh, considered in in your protest, and you know it could be pictures of your home showing condition, it could be 
uh, it could be you know a real appraisal if you just had a real appraisal done. That that's a really hard or really hard one to, to for them to argue with if you've just had it appraised and it's lower. Um, but once you've got all that information up, they will send you an email telling you whether you are eligible um, for a uh, an offer. And so many times what they're trying to do is cut down on the number of people that come in Correct. for the protest. So they're going to send you this 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 offer that if you'll accept this value, we don't need to go through the rest of the process. And you can thank COVID for that because prior to that, that was not nearly the case where they would submit mm -hmm. that. But post-COVID, because they were really trying to handle that, that really sped that up. So let's say that you do not accept what they're offering you as a, as a median. Mm -hmm. Then you would actually go and you would appear. And it's very interesting because appearing before the appraisal review board is not nearly as daunting as what you think it is. It's not. It's not. It is. That the, sounds like a huge word. It sounds scary as all yeah. get out. And it, it's, it's over 10, 15 minutes at I, the max. Yes. I would, I would encourage every homeowner to go through this at least once. Maybe, yeah. you, maybe you'll hire an outside company to do it from now on. But go through it at least once and see it because it is not the, the onerous process that it all sounds like. Because what they'll do is they'll bring all the information that they're going to use up on a large screen and there's a couple of people, other members mm -hmm. of the board, they're going to talk with you about it. And at that point, that's your ability to say, well, we, you know, they're looking at that house and my fence is like brand mm -hmm. or is not brand new and that mm -hmm. is a brand new fence. And there's ways for you to work through to come into an even lower number. But what happens when you still don't agree with the review board. Well, there there is a, another step. I, I will. Uh, I wanted to say that during that last process, mm -hmm. one of the things you want to be honest and truthful with them. Don't try to mislead them. Actually, use real data. They do have access to our MLS. Good point. So, if you bought your house a year or two years ago, and you're arguing that your kitchen is the original kitchen, they know in those photos it's not an original kitchen and that will get you in a lot of hot water if you do that so do not do that and and if it's been taken out of mls you're like oh but my agent took it out there's a good chance they're going to flip over and go to zillow and if your agent yep. didn't think about it it is on zillow and they're going to see it yes so so the the last one uh, sorry, that's, sorry that's okay already came up was you the last step is you can um uh, appeal to the district court i'm sorry that was my my fault you can appeal to the district court and file a lawsuit and usually when you have to go to that, I don't know of anybody personally that's ever gone to that. I'm sure it happens, but that's if you're really button heads over some valuation that you just don't come to agreement on. So uh, the cool thing is if you win that, you do get all your attorney's fees paid for by the appraisal district. So I would think that in a case where you can't come to any type of agreement and you do the lawsuit, you're either talking about a substantial amount of land that's extremely unique or a piece of property that is so valuable, establishing a number, it gets real tough. It could be. And, um, you know, keep in mind that this, all property goes through this, not only just real property, but business personal property. Yep. So um, corporations that own copiers, that own office equipment, <clears throat> that own cubicles, all of that is valued in their annual taxes. And so <clears throat> I think many times it's going to be more a commercial type environment that's going to go through the lawsuit version than it is a homeowner. Good. Let that be over there. And last but not least, it's time to pay those taxes. Yeah. So that is coming up October. So the, the last part of this process is 
uh, all the people that are protesting right now, we, we'll probably have all those hearings done probably by the end of July. They really, they try very hard to get all those bunched into like a, a six week period. So by August 1-ish, the total value that is going to be taxed upon is shared with all the municipalities or all the taxing districts. So that's when those taxing dis districts set their tax rate, and that's what all comes together for you to get your tax bill in October. Good times. Mm. Only two things you have to do in life, pay taxes and die. That is true. So we hope you found this helpful today. If there's any other information that you'd like about this process or uh, if you need comparable data, just reach out to us. We would be happy to make that happen. And just remember, we want to be a Realtors for Life. When you're ready to talk real estate, you can reach us online, by phone, or by text at 214-377-2223. And remember, we want to be a Realtors for Life.